0: From Kent in the UK, I am Matty Hawken and welcome to The Now. So today I'm talking with one of my friends called Saren who I met a couple of years ago when we were doing um, a programme called The Prince's Trust. Saren, do you want to explain to me about your experience on The Prince's Trust? Well
1: for me it was more of a time period for me to get through my mental health illness that I was going through especially really badly at the time. It was definitely a learning period for me to help me get over any mental issues that I was having that was like holding me back at all, like that kind of stuff.
0: So what mental health issues do you suffer with, Sarah? And how long has this been going on for? Um,
1: I suffer from severe anxiety and depression. Um, I think this year will be my fifth year since I was diagnosed officially.
0: And what were your sort of uh, telltale signs when you were a bit younger? How did it show itself? And was there any uh, event that caused it all to kick off?
1: Um, I initially found it realised when I had my first ever panic attack when I was about 11 years old, I want to say. I was becoming overwhelmingly stressed with school and family life more on my dad's side and it was causing me like severe social anxiety and stuff and I couldn't talk to anyone I couldn't do anything like that and I was just a panicky mess. So
0: what's your family situation like? Who are you living with? Got any siblings?
1: Um, I live with my mum and my second youngest sister um, Abby and then my dad lives with his wife, and my two other sisters, Autumn, who's the second eldest, and then you have my younger sister, Meredith. So I am eldest, and there's a two-year age gap between each of us.
0: How long has it been your mum and dad have been apart? Um,
1: My mum and my dad split up roughly uh, 17 years ago now, I think. Yeah, Um, when it comes past my, second, my 19th birthday, it will be 17 years since my mum and dad split up.
0: And... Do you remember anything about it back then? Uh, how it made you feel?
1: Um. Obviously, I was fairly young, but I do remember at one point my mum, my dad getting into an argument and stuff. And at one point, it was completely on accident. But my dad did accidentally fling his hand, which then whacked me into the wall that I was standing next to.
0: And do you have you got any really good child memories that you?
1: Um. Not really. Um. I. Don't really remember a lot of my childhood because I had to grow up quite quickly. I had to be a very mature child in the environment I was growing up in. So I didn't really have that like memorable of a childhood, I would say. It all started to kind of become more memorable as I got older.
0: And has it has I significantly improved? since or is it just sort of kept it under a controllable level i know i know you were telling me the other day that you're seeing a counsellor um and has it you know without them do you think the counselling would be as beneficial it is as it is or do you think it'd be the same
1: i don't think it would be as beneficial um my antidepressants definitely do help me a lot because I had to have them upped just before I started college, actually. Well actually know the day of college. I had to have them upped because I was going through an extremely low time again. But so essentially without them, I basically couldn't function as a human being and I would be a mess. I'd be crying every day. I wouldn't leave my bed or anything like that. So my medication definitely helps me get throughout like day to day life.
0: So what was the situation which led you coming into Prince's Trust? I mean, I know that I had just done a year of level one horticulture. Um, and then after that, I fell, an apprenticeship fell through. And so I was a bit, sort of a bit of a loss. Um, but I wonder where you-
1: Yeah, so I finished school um, June of 2017. Um, and then I kind of took a bit of a... I say gap year, it was more of a gap six months because I didn't know what I wanted to do in my future. All my plans that I had had fallen through. Even though I had like all the GCSEs I needed to get anywhere I wanted because of my low attendance due to my depression while I was at secondary school, I couldn't do anything really. It was like, I was like falling through with all of my interviews I was having. So I was doing a, um like, I don't know how to explain it. It was kind of like an employment-esque course, which is to help you find a job. And they um, told me to go on to Prince's Trust to help me with my anxiety and stuff and help me get through the depressive period that I was in at the time.
0: And what were your, you know, when you were feeling anxious um, before your medication, what was your go-to feel-good, whether it was um, sugar or whether it was being outside? What was your sort of go-to fix?
1: Um, It was music. I would just listen to music and dance around my room or I would go to my mum. I have a thing where when my anxiety is really flaring up, I have to be in physical contact with someone as a a form of reassurance. It's like I have to, like, even if it's just me resting my hand on their arm or leg or their hand or something, I just need this physical reassurance that I'm not alone and I am okay in the situation that I'm at.
0: And can you, um, I can imagine, say, for instance, with your teachers and stuff and your maybe your friends at school, when you were having uh, your anxiety attacks and stuff, them not knowing what to do, uh, and what would you tell them if you could tell them straight, if you could talk to them now, what would you have told them to done better?
1: Um, give some the space, I think space as well, Fresh air, make sure they're getting fresh air because literally just breathing in some fresh air would be great. A cup of water, anything, just to anything to help them sort that of, because normally it's a breathing thing. So just as long as you help them get their breathing back in control so that they can focus on what's going on inside, that's all you need. So like a cup of water, get them to count out loud. So they're like forming words or get something for them to read so they can read aloud. And that helps them bring their breathing back, to, back under control and just bring everything back to normality.
0: What advice would you give someone who's having the same symptoms of mental health as you, anxiety, depression? And um, is there any tips and tricks that have helped you along the way um, to feel happier and healthier?
1: speak up talk to someone literally just having someone just to like talk to or just sit there and be there while you cry or just listen to you vent literally just let it like don't hold in the anxiety or the emotions or anything because it will build up and up and up until you kind of just explode into this emotional meltdown this mental freak out and you don't know what to do literally just making sure you have someone you know you can trust and like even if it's like a family member or a friend or even a counsellor literally just someone that you can just vent to and just talk to about because literally talking about your problems can make such a massive difference to your mental health.
0: So it's been great having you on uh Sarah, and it's been really interesting talking to you um, about your struggles with mental health and uh, how you've dealt Um, with the current situation due to the virus Um, and if there's one message you'd like to say to everybody out there at the moment who's struggling, being in isolation uh, who maybe had uh, mental health issues before um, some advice you'd give them to make them feel better and get into a better routine
1: Um, For a start, just talking to someone just a family member, even if it's not about your anxiety or the virus just talk to them about anything don't look it up do not research it whatsoever because a lot of the news is false news and even if like like for example i mean you live in a flat just go outside onto like just your front door get some fresh air breathe slowly and deeply and then go back in and just calmly and slowly breathe that's all we can ask in this kind of situation. Stay calm. Is just breathe through it, and you will get through it. Everything will be fine in the end.
0: It's been really interesting speaking with Seren today about her mental health issues, and I hope this episode will help you guys who are struggling with mental health um, in lockdown. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope you guys are staying safe and staying at home. Um, And I really, really thank you for listening to The Now.